Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. It's the next man up at the Veterans Affairs Department's technology office. President Donald Trump plans to nominate James Gaffer to be the next Assistant Secretary for Information and Technology and CIO at VA. It's been 18 months since VA had a permanent Chief Information Officer and has had only two permanent technology executives since 2009. If the Senate confirms him, Gaffer would join the VA after working in cybersecurity at Ernst & Young. He is also a retired Marine. The Commerce Department is one step closer to filling out a key management position. President Trump plans to nominate Tom Gilman to be the agency's CFO and Assistant Secretary of Administration. Gilman comes from the private sector, where he's held a variety of senior management positions, including most recently as the former chairman and CEO of Chrysler Financial. A federal judge rejects a move by government transparency groups to disclose White House visitor logs. The groups say the records belonged to the Secret Service and were subject to Freedom of Information Act requests, but a New York district court rules the records belong to the president and fall beyond the reach of FOIA. The judge says the Secret Service is still required, however, to release visitor logs for the Office of Management and Budget and the Executive Office of the President. The EPA's communication staff sought to discredit two former employees who criticized former Administrator Scott Pruitt before leaving. That's according to the group Public Employees for Environmental Responsibility and emails released under the Freedom of Information Act. They show a former agency spokesman telling conservative media outlets about how the employees had left the EPA for six-figure pensions. But one of the employees says his pension only comes out to less than $40,000 a year, actually. The Federal Labor Relations Authority tells both the Education Department and the American Federation of Government Employees the agency bargained in bad faith when it ended negotiations and implemented its own management document. This comes after AFGE filed an unfair labor practice charge. The FLRA's findings carry little weight, however, since it lacks a general counsel. The union and agency are supposed to work out the dispute on their own or wait for the president to appoint an FLRA general counsel. GSA makes the largest award under the six-year-old government-wide cyber program. Six agencies are primed to receive the next generation of cybersecurity tools under a $1 billion contract award. The General Services Administration picks Booz Allen Hamilton for the Defend Group B task order under the Continuous Diagnostics and Mitigation, or CDM, program. The six agencies, HHS, GSA, NASA, SSA, Treasury, and the Postal Service will receive ongoing support for current CDM tools as well as new capabilities. This is Booz Allen's second win under the five Defend task orders. I'm Jason Miller. Defense Department procurement officials are drawing up a cybersecurity blacklist. The Do Not Buy list has been in the works for the past six months. It includes companies whose technology the Pentagon does not believe it can trust, mainly firms with roots in China and Russia. Ellen Lord, the Undersecretary of Defense for Acquisition and Sustainment, says DOD is working closely with the intelligence community to build the list, but it's not always easy because some of the foreign vendors are hidden inside holding companies. The Director of National Intelligence says a reorganization of his office is now complete. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. ODNI Chief Dan Coates rolls out what he calls a new organizational structure, developed with the help of Principal Deputy Sue Gordon. He says the new setup is more agile and is composed of four directorates. They cover intelligence integration, enabling national security partnerships, resources and capabilities, and aligning activities with strategy. The new structure also has a new statement for vision and core values. I'm Tom Tammen. Leadership on the Senate Intelligence Committee recognized intelligence community employees with a Senate resolution. The resolution thanks current and former intelligence employees for their service. Committee Chairman Richard Burr and Vice Chairman Mark Warner introduced the resolution. It has bipartisan support from Senators Dianne Feinstein, Suzanne Collins, Roy Blunt, James Lankford, and Kamala Harris. 
Sailors' personal lives can be negatively affected by their service, according to a new survey from the Navy. 45% of unmarried male sailors and 52% of unmarried women sailors say military service reduced the likelihood they would get married. Almost half of childless ones say it makes it less likely they will have or adopt children. And the Air Force finishes up the first iteration of its futuristic pilot training program called Pilot Training Next. The 15-month program used state-of-the-art simulations that trainees could access anytime. It also collected biometric data from trainees, which the Air Force hopes to use to improve future training. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.